I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. Again, friends, welcome back to another episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two friends sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweet spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. And my name is Caitlin McKinnon. Happy holidays, y'all. Yeah. Happy holidays. Woo! Holidays. I like holidays. It's the holidays. Is that your air horn for the holidays? Yes. It's my holiday air horn. <laughs> I wish I... <laughs> I wish I had a holiday air horn. Scare all the old people in my area. I wish it was a little more festive. This is festive. Everybody needs a Wilhelm scream. Wow. At the holidays. Well, I mean, if if you're not with your family, then you need some reminder of someone screaming at you. (laughs) If it's just just not the constant drone of screaming in your ears (laughs) or in your head from time spent with your family. Hey, get a little time away from spend it with us. Yeah. We, we'd love to hang out with you. We would love to. There's nothing more we would love to do than provide you with a respite from the awful, awkward dinners, meals, sits around the living room. Your, the derogatory comments by your Aunt Susan about your life choices. About your life choices. Why are you still single? Trump's going to really make America great again. Canada could stand to use a man like Trump in office. Yeah. you got to get away. And we're here to help. We are here for that. If you need more time than what the next hour will provide to you, we have pretty much over 100 episodes. Yeah. We haven't quite reached the official 100th episode yet, but yeah. I mean... But, but with the little yeah. the, the side episodes and the bonus episodes and the, like, our, our episode, like, zero zero Episode zero zero episode, let's just have Kate watch Keijo for no reason and get yeah. her reaction. Over 100 episodes. It's just hours. Just, like days of content yeah for you you could actually tell them you have to go listen to a podcast now and not come back for a couple of days you you just be gone yeah how are you going to do that how are you going to get that delicious content you're going to go to soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod yeah you are while you're there you can hit follow you'll get a notification every time a new episode goes live but if you just want to gorge if you just want to lie there and get this shit shoved in your face or your ear holes without any effort from you Preferably by a tiny magical internet elf named Chauncey. Always. Always preferable. <laughs> Always preferable. <laughs> I just want everything delivered to me by an internet elf named Chauncey. My male yeah. medical results. <laughs> Eggnog. <laughs> All the nog. All the nog. Listen, friends, if I sound a little extra robust today, it's because I just chugged like two glasses of eggnog between episodes. And, and the- I, I just sat there with big poor guys. <laughs> In the words, of, the words of Ron Burgundy, Nog was a bad choice because I'm real flammy right now. Anyway, if while you were at SoundCloud, you tap a button that says subscribe, it has a familiar logo on it. Maybe a logo similar to one found on a device you got this holiday season from someone who loves you. Really loves you. Congratulations. One of the first things you can do on your clean Apple device, tap that subscribe button, takes you to Apple Podcasts. What do you do when you're at Apple Podcasts? You hit subscribe again. Really? Yes. You and- will be at the Geek Down page. You'll be at the page for this podcast on Apple Podcasts. If while you're there, you want to tap a four or a five-star review, 
That would be lovely. It would be wonderful. In the spirit of giving this Christmas. Absolutely. We would love that. Christmas doesn't end until January 7th. (laughs) 7th, goddamn. Yeah. We would also love if you tap that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, because that means they just come to you. You can just lie there like a fat fucking slob and just have them delivered directly into your face. That sounds like the best Christmas ever. It really does. And listen, I plan. It's December 26th as this drops. I'm still at my parents' house, and that's pretty much exactly what I'm doing right now. Just shoveling food. Just shoveling snickerdoodles into my face (laughs) on the couch as my father (laughs) takes photos of us with his selfie stick on his flip phone. That sounds beautiful. That sounds like a magical Christmas. Christmas miracle. Oh, man. I probably don't have my PlayStation with me. I was really debating bringing it with me. You were not bringing your PlayStation. I was thinking about because I'm going to be bored. What? My friends are going to be gone. It's in-law year for all my friends. Yeah, but you can like watch TV or eat more snickle- snickerdoodles or like spend time with your family. Grand Theft Auto, though. Spend time with your family. It snows in San Andreas only <sighs> at, only at Christmas. I grew up. If you don't want to spend, my, my mom was all about it. By the way, what? My mom was like, "Are you gonna be? Are you gonna be like? What do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, oh, "Listen, I already got like my Christmas present. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm good. That was your birthday. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna be able to stand time away from your amazing present. I'm like, it's pretty tiny. I low key thought of bringing it with me. <laughs> She's like, "Well, why don't you? I'm like, I don't really. I'm not gonna subject you guys to watching me play video games for hours on end. My mom, I read for hours on end. <laughs> this is just an excuse <laughs> just to read and not talk no. to you." <laughs> You're not wrong, Mom. If you would like to weigh in on whether or not I should have brought my PlayStation with me back home or would like to find out if I did, there's a few ways you can get in contact with us. Um, the first being uh, Twitter. You can get us at, get at us at GeekdownPod. Yes. Same with Instagram. You yep. can get at us at GeekdownPod. Um, there's also our email, our Gmail, which is geekdownpod at gmail.com. Yes. And finally, there's our Facebook, which is www.facebook.com. I didn't even have Nog. <laughs> uh, uh, which is at www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. Yes. You can like hit us up there. You can wish us Merry Christmas. You can be like, hey, happy holidays. If you're, you know, non denominational. Um, you can also be like, what do you mean, Caitlin, that Christmas isn't over till the 7th? That is the 12th day of Christmas, okay? That's why you Ukrainians. Uh, celebrate their Christmas then. Also, you get to take advantage of all the sales. You do. I'm actually happy. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be back in town. Sometimes I don't make it back to Toronto right in time to like really take advantage of that. Right. The record shop's gonna have some shit going on. Mm-hmm. He's trying to tell me it's like you gonna be here for Boxing Day. Don't tell me this, Hisa. Y'all never have sales over there. I don't need that from you. That's sad. Also, take this record back. I will buy it then. <laughs> um. So, yes, we hope you're enjoying your festive season, friends. Like we said, this drops on the 26th, but it is technically the last episode of the Geek Down podcast that will air this year. Yep. So you know what that means. It, it's the Geek Down winter wrap-up. Gotta wrap it up. I take a look back. Look at all the shit we gave each other. You know, we have looked at like over 40 things. That's amazing. In a year. Between the things we bring each other, the single topic things, the August Watcharama. And I have so many more musicals for you to watch. It's amazing. It's oh, great. It's and I have nonstop. So much, I have so much more anime to give you. <laughs> Just become the anime and musicals show <laughs> from now on. So what we like to do, as many shows, programs like to do, mm-hmm. they take a look back. like to pick three things yep. that, you know what, we say to each other, you did all right, kid. 
Yeah. This one, this one did the job. Yeah. And then we like to pick one that was like, you done goofed. Yeah. This was some hot garbage. <laughs> yeah. And we also like to select one thing from the list of single topic episodes, whether that was August to watch a or just one of our little breaks to break format that we do every once in a while mm-hmm. to just, you know, have a look at, have a look at them. And, uh, you know, just look back on the year, revisit some of these things. I also have a new category. Oh, you have a new category. I've just like started. I just decided there's a new category. Uh-huh. It's um, things I could not remember until I looked them up. <laughs> like I did not remember watching this. Totally forgettable. Yes. Things. Um, I will say much more difficult for me this year. That's amazing. Definitely much more difficult to select the thing I did not like. Oh, Wow. Because, like, listen, last year had the boosh. So, I mean, yes. that was, like, clearly <laughs> that was the one. I still don't. Everyone's always like, well, do you want to give him this British comedy? And I'm like, no, I don't want to hurt my heart. <laughs> like, that's basically what I'm asking for. So, no. It's like, that was the one. That was very obvious. So, I was like, well, the boosh is fucking terrible. So, that's clearly the one. <laughs> Looking at the list now, even, like, Brother Cadfile, it was like, yeah, yeah, that didn't really set my world on fire. But I'm like, I didn't, like, hate it. So, um, mine, like, last year when I think back... Uh, it was uh, Kill a Kill. Like, that was, like, straight yeah. out and out. Like, the wor- so easy. And I don't... It's harder for me this year. Though I've got to say, there were definitely... There were a couple standouts, but it was still nothing that, like, blew my freaking mind mm. um, that you gave me. But there was some stuff that I really, really enjoyed. So, it was all right. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. We're still kicking. We're still kicking. So, I mean, we're out of time this week, it should be said, obviously. Yeah, it's like It's like, like, we, it's like we got together on Christmas Eve to... Uh, it's like we're like the Doctor Who special. We're at a time, at a place, at a space. Right. By the time you hear this, your your beloved lady doctor will be will be official. Yeah. She'll be here. She'll mm-hmm. have made her appearance, ready to start the next season of Doctor Who, which will air, I don't know, two years from after like, the Christmas special. I think like next next summer. I think that's I don't know. I don't know what they decided. Damn. I don't know how British television works at all. It's always just like nine years. What was a what was that joke on the good place? It ran for 32 years. They did 16 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do we want to do this? Um, do you want to go first? Do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Right. I'll start with my, like, I'll go, I'll go, like, three, two, one, as far as, like, placement. Yeah. Okay. So, my third favorite, and again, I'm always, I'm never sure if this is, these things will come as a surprise to you or not. Um, but is uh, Recreators. Oh, Recreators. Yes, which is episode 69. Um, <laughs> and I super enjoyed Recreators. I loved like getting into a literary theory with it. I thought it was really interesting. I love the characters. I wish I had watched more of it, and it's definitely one of the ones I am like set to go back to. Um, but yeah. That was the show about, uh, it was an anime, original property, not based on a manga or anything, about um, various characters from anime, manga, video games showing up in the real world and why they did and had a lot to say about um, art and the creation of art and why we make things and why we tell stories. And And creators and what effect they have. What stories can do and what they mean to an audience type of thing. Really kind of a high-minded, highfalutin type of anime in, in a landscape where, uh, you know, it can seem like nothing but upskirt shots and... And boobs and, and butts. Dudes trying to be the best. It was doing none of those things, which made it, yes, quite a breath of fresh air. Well, wow. yeah, I really enjoyed it. And um, 
like I said, I definitely won over the Christmas break. I'm probably going to take a look at it again because now I'm on this anime kick and I'm like, more anime. Oh, it's dear. all about anime. Show's over. Water over. <laughs> yeah. I did what I set out to do. Yeah. No reason to be here anymore. <laughs> well, my third selection, like when I glance over the list, like when we do like honorable mentions, I can rattle off like a dozen on here. Yeah. But uh, a lot of books. Yes. This year. Yes. Books and or graphic novels. Yeah. And uh, I feel Kate had a lot of success there. In fact, two of my selections were <gasps> printed matter. Oh, my gosh. And the first one of that, my number three for the year, was Kelly Link's Magic for Beginners. <gasps> it was? It was. This has made me so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> this is my Christmas miracle. Uh, <laughs> Magic for Beginners was discussed on episode 49 Along with twenty Joe Hill's Twentieth Century Ghosts, it was the uh, another installment of the Geek Down Book Club, and yeah, it was a collection of short stories by an author named Kelly Link. And who's yeah, my favorite author? It was Caitlin's favorite author, and yeah, I was just uh, very going back and looking over the list. Like again, it's like one of those ones that I probably forgot about. Like the second it like left my brain, yeah. It was like I got to find something else to give her. Um, but then when I went back and looked over all the things that I had consumed this year i was like oh fuck magic for beginners damn i really like that yeah uh this was yeah a collection of short stories what did you call her what is her school that she's in oh i i can't remember now it's it's like is it new weird is that new a... new weird yeah i think yeah. that's it it was just like a subclass of something else and yeah where it's not necessarily you have like you know the, wizards going on a quest type of shit but like there are fantastical elements it's um, it's basically it's like magic realism turned up to 11 very yeah very very turned up very very high i think the one story i recall was about a it's like a bag you could fit anything into yeah and was it rabbits rabbits on the lawn was that the yeah is that the other one just rabbits constantly on the lawn and the house was kind of haunted but not like yeah yeah Super weird. Stuff like that. Really weird stories. And I like weird shit. Yeah. So that's why it makes my number three. That's excellent. All right. All right. Good. Okay. Good. Uh, uh, number two. Um, and this is definitely one I have. This is basically what well, we know the, the motto of our show is keep it comf. Mm-hmm. And this is like hyper comf. <laughs> you can't name pasta again. Tokyo Diner. <laughs> I can have food in this somehow. Thank you very much. Uh, Tokyo Diner was fantastic. Um, I loved the chef, like the the mysterious, the master, the master. Um, I loved this. Remind the people what that was. So basically, it's about a diner in Tokyo that only opens from what is it like six to yeah, like eleven to seven or something. Like yeah. That. Um, and the, sort of, there are these kind of recurring characters, and this show's been going on for what decades at this point. It's going on for a while, yeah. Um, and but it kind of pops up every once again. Netflix uh, revived it, had some more episodes, and they basically you see some of the background characters, um, but each of the episodes is sort of self-contained mm-hmm. of the story of of some of his patrons, and I just I loved the stories and. I loved the idea. And he makes whatever the customer wants, provided he has the ingredients. So also inherent in that is not only it's the story of the, you get to the character based on 
this whatever this customer wants to eat, whatever they yeah. ask for the master to make. Yeah. And uh there's, you know, there's romance in some of the stories and there's more sort of on on the edge, on the periphery stories, like people are fringy on, characters, yeah. Yeah, um of of Tokyo society professional, and it, professional gamblers and hostess bar workers and yeah. things like that. And comedians and there's just it's like a window into into Japan um, and specifically Tokyo. And I really liked that. I liked feeling like I could go in there and like order some kind of noodle dish and I'd be like right at home with all these characters. And it, it, it sort of left, leapt out at me mm. um, and like drew me in. So I really liked that about it. And yeah, I loved it. It was great. And that's on your Netflix. It is on your Netflix. And I will say I like, I feel like it was at Christmas last year. That I watched it, right? And I gave it to you early in the uh, early in the year last year. And the act of giving it to you, I just like watched the entire series yeah. again, like front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think I was saving the last last episode, which was a New Year's a New Year's episode. It was a New Year's episode, y'all. So yeah. watch that. Watch it. Chill out. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. It was um, episode seventy six. Well, enjoy that, friends. On your Netflix is cheap as free. Have at that. Um, listen. I know we're going fast, friends. Yeah. Well, but we're out of time. And like, listen, you got things to do. We still wanted to give you a little something for for the year to look back on. But it's going to be a shorter episode. Oh, oh yeah, of course. So they got thing, they've got like presents to enjoy and like other people to see. They have, you know, New Year's plans to make. We get it. No New Year's plans for me. Yeah, sometimes it's the best New Year's plan. I like, although I'm, we don't talk about it on the show, but I might have somebody who likes spending time with me socially now. Oh, weird. Um, very weird. And I don't know. I don't know if she's going to want to do something. That's going to be very weird as well. See? We might have planning to do. Oh. Ugh. Worst. We hate plans. Moving on. My item, second item for the year, my number two, also also a printed matter. Mm-hmm. And she's wondering. Yeah. She's look on her face. She's like, she's like, I gave him a bunch of comics. Which one's it going to be? Yeah. It is Marjorie Lou and Sana Takeda's Monstrous. Interesting, because I thought that might be your number one. Interesting. Yeah. Re- oh. Really? You thought it might be my number one? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I'm fr- I just hmm. probably totally not figured out um, uh, that, but yeah. You don't know me at all. <laughs> Monstrous. It was from episode 62. It's a graphic novel book club meeting where I gave Caitlin the Flintstones. Yep. It's really good. Y'all go out and read it. Um, you're like, oh, the Flintstones, what? No, what? seriously, go out and read it. Um, that was by, yes, uh, primarily teen author. Is that, she probably wrote YA before this? Or did yeah, she write um, adult sci-fi or fantasy before that? I think it was teen. I can't Pretty totally sure. remember. I think it's primarily teen YA author, uh, Marjorie Liu. It's a book from Image, drawn with Japanese illustrator Sana Takeda about, dear Lord, I don't remember her name, but, uh. Oh yeah, it's been that long. <laughs> We're just... And I'm out of the like, like I, I read both the trades, but now it's kind of like fell, yep. fell off a bit. It's just, it's a gorgeous book. The world building on it, I will always go back to. It just it was very, felt like a very fully formed world. Adorable fox, kitten, <laughs> children. Angel things. Super violent. Uh, the main character is very profane uh speaking of we just talked about walter white last week you know hard kind of hard to root for mm-hmm. don't really know what she's after um and has no problem just you know 
using people or throwing people aside. She's very she's awful to the adorable fox child very, many times. Very mean. Um, super violent, but very compelling. Has talking cats, which is always just that'll get you in the door with me, pretty much from the jump. Yeah, and has cat. great great teachable moments from a talking cat. Professor Tam Tam. Yeah. <laughs> ready, ready, to, ready to help you out. Uh, we're now up to two trades on that, I think. Um, I've read all of it, but I haven't read anything since the second trade came out, but I don't think it's going to be bad. No. Um, yeah, it's basically, she's missing an arm, but is like possessed with some sort of like weird demon thing yeah. in her arm. But and, you're not really sure what that's about. And, and she wants to find out what's going on. And there's the, the, the dawn court and the night court and like the ruling and there are these like priestess witch type things. And they're all powerful. Fighting for control. And they're all powerful. And there's been wars and just us. Oh, just It's crazy. Great times. Good times with that. And that is out on all of your digital comics reading apps. Or you know what? You can just go out for 10 bucks and get that first trade. Yeah. And it will hook you. It will hook you. And then you'll be like, oh, Damn. And you'll be like, how can this artist draw so beautifully and yet sometimes not draw a hand? And I'll be like, I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but I get over it. We just move past, we just like glaze over that. It's just like, okay, deadline crunch, moving on. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Hands aren't even that important anyways. Who needs hands? And you've got a weird monster thing. The main, ca- the main character's only got one. She's yeah. fine. It's all good. Uh, She's got talking cats to draw. She's got better things to do. Oh my God, amazing. Um, okay, so... I figured we will do some of our, we'll do our worst and we'll do some other things. So we you do your second first or do you want to delay your second? I did my second. This was Midnight Diner. Okay. Oh shit. It was. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah definitely honorable mentions. Cause then. we yeah. got to We got to like, uh, you know, build the suspense a little. Yeah. So I'm going to go with, with, uh, the new category of, um, <laughs> things you forgot. The thing I forgot that I was like, I totally didn't watch this. Oh, um, <laughs> But I did. It was uh, Urosawa's monster. Totally forgettable. Totally. Episode 73. Now that I oh like, God, I literally I, had to look it up. Do I have a totally forgettable item? You talk about this. Yeah, I'll see I, if I, I, to- I had to look it up and like look up Urosawa's monster because even seeing the first couple shots, I was like, oh man, I totally didn't watch this. <laughs> what, did, what was this episode? And then as I looked a little bit more, I went, oh Yeah. I kind of remember liking it, but also thinking it was very weird and freaky. You thought it was slow. If yes. I yeah. Um, so yeah, there okay, was. No, no, I, I, got, I got one. Okay. So yeah. So there, it was just, I, it was so weird actually seeing this thing and being like, I was, I was like, was that the Kayam episode? <laughs> like, I had a moment. No idea. But yes. What was your forgettable? Um, and again, it's not a judgment on no. whether or not I liked it or not. It's just like. Oh, yeah. I watched that. <laughs> um, it was number one ladies detective. Oh, yeah. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, that was the, uh, the <laughs> Alistair McCall Smith adaptation. Uh, you know, Lady Solving Mysteries in South, Af- South Africa. Uh, no, in. Oh, no. It's right there. It starts with an M. Mozambique. Nope. Nope. Different one. Botswana. Botswana. Not an, not, an M, not an M anywhere in that, but yes, Botswana. Uh, and yeah, they made like one season of it on HBO, and it was like, again, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I had a good time with it. Yeah. Poof. Poof. Gone. Gone. Gone totally, from memory banks. Totally forgot it. We had important things to think about, like Star Wars. Um, I'll go through some honorable mentions. Sure. Here on my list that like, like, listen, you had a lot. Scalped? Great. Love Scalped. Mm-hmm. 
graphic novel about, uh, you know, set on Indian reservation or native reservation. My apologies. Um, like the FBI and the mafia, the, the crime boss there. And, and so good. So good. Begging to be a uh, televised adaptation, which will be coming apparently. Yes, absolutely. In the next year. Uh, what else was in there? Kubo. I hadn't seen Kubo before you gave it to me. Very good. Kubo's great. Yeah. Um, definitely honorable mention for me, Blood B- Blockade Battlefront. Yeah. So good. So good. Even, even, I got Winter Soldier on here marked. It was fine. Yeah. Had a good time with it. Do you have any other honorable mentions? Um. Like to shout out? I, I, now, because now I'm on the spot, I'm like, I don't remember. Um. I have the benefit of having my whole list in front of me. If you yeah. don't, then that's... I, I do not have my whole list. I just went through and was like, which things did I... Oh, yeah, I love that thing. Um, I'm trying to think. There was definitely uh, some... Some were just very, like, mediocre. <laughs> um, I have some, like, mediocre mentions, like Shaolin Soccer. Like, why did you give me Shaolin Soccer? You love Shaolin Soccer. I don't think you. I did. You did. I think I was like, uh. but see, that's the funny thing. When you think think back, I think I'm very positive when I watch things. You're not. Am I not? Am you I hate just? Th- you hate things all the time. I've <laughs> okay. said this before. Everyone thinks I'm just like the savage, but Caitlin McKinnon. <laughs> I don't think I like ruin things free, as much. Free and free and open with her hate. I think I try and see the why someone would like something and try and find the good <laughs> in everything. But then sometimes I'm just like, no, I'm not Jones having like, it. No, 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 no. Um, and yeah. So, uh, do we want to talk about our like our best of? Of what we watch together, or do we want to talk about some of the things we watch together? Uh, we can do we can do both? Okay. So we uh, we like to take a break throughout the year, yeah. Either just because you know it's the grind of giving each other something you know new to watch every week, and there's so much out there. There's so much out there, and sometimes we run the risk of like not talking about something that we probably should. Yes. If we don't make an effort to get on it, well, uh, you know it is part of the culture so sometimes we take breaks to uh look at things some of the things we have looked at we do it and we also do it in august as well yeah our we august watch around august watch around to get caught up on things uh what are some things we have looked at you know all of your big netflix hits stranger things 2 the defenders godless we did one on a podcast called s-town yep um other august watch ramas uh okja okja <laughs> Okja. Okja. I had like 11 single topic things in the past year. That's that's a good number. It is a good number. That's like one a month. Um, what is your favorite thing? My favorite thing. We watched has together. To, has to be your name. So episode, episode 60. Um, it is basically, what did I call it? It was the, oh no, the Sandra Bullock movie. <laughs> Oh, the lake house. The lake house, but done a way better. <laughs> um, and like uh, Caitlin on the show, <laughs> and uh, and it was it was fantastic. It was about these two people who sort of like missed each other through time. Top grossing animated feature of all time, written and directed by a guy named Makoto Shinkai, and yeah, it was uh, it was just a behemoth, a smash success everywhere it went. It keeps on having um, viewings. In Toronto theaters, which is kind of cool. Yep, it's kind of established on the, like... It, it's joined the uh, pantheon of Miyazaki movies that get shown in Toronto Rep House yeah. theaters during their anime events, which is nice. I haven't been one to one yet, actually. I need to make an effort. Um, 
Caitlin, I suspect, will be shocked. She seen she said off mic that she thought I was I was expressing some some difficulty I was having in selecting a single topic yeah. item. And Caitlin was like, Well, it's obviously your name, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's just so, we like we gave it like such a high score. It's like so obvious to her. I I don't think it is. Really? It's almost like a two-way tie. It's not really a two-way tie, but I do want to shout out that in the length of time since we watched it, yeah, and having watched the whole thing, yeah, and the way it has sat with me since then, mm-hmm. please like me was unlike anything I'd ever seen. Really, that's really interesting because it's not my selection. Okay, it's an honorable mention. It's on okay, that but I find that really interesting because I know. I mean, the joke is when I, you would say, is it funny? And we would both go, is it? it? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the running joke. Because I know I I did really enjoy it. Mm. Um, It was, again, another stressful watch because there is that awkwardness. But you, I know you kind of devoured it um, and you couldn't like stop. Surprisingly, I just, I just really went into it. Um, and it's like, I still don't like the character. I right. think he's got a very punchable oh, yeah. face. That's it. Also, you thought he had a punchable face. And yeah. I thought that was a, definitely a minus just, 10. Just really needs a punch in the face. Um, but the show did enough things well and enough things I liked. And it brought that goddamn theme song into my life. Like, it's yes. just like, there was enough there that was interesting. Uh, I don't have an episode number for that, but that was, uh. That came up during August Watch Rama last year. I think it was another Kira suggestion. It Man, was. Kira just fucking knocks it out when she hands to see things. Yeah. She ever um, moves to Canada. Definitely. going to be our co-host. And yes, it's an Australian show um, about a young gay guy who basically at the start of the series basically comes to terms with him being gay. His yeah. girlfriend dumps him and is like, I'm dumping you because you're gay. Like, you know, you're gay, right? Yeah. Um, and him just kind of. Oh, and his mom. uh his mom tries to kill herself and his girlfriend dumps him on the same day and he realizes he's gay and he's uh, in his, I think he's post-grad, you know, that yes. millennial, I'm done school, what am I doing with myself type of thing. I've done everything wrong. Yes, I've made every terrible decision and I'm continuing to make them because they're kind of fun. Um, and talks a lot about mental illness and just kind of yep. disillusionment and that. So just like like I said, it's a, I'm not in a rush to go back and rewatch it, but it's just it, when I saw the list in front of me, I was like, yeah, please like me was kind of a kind of a thing there for a minute, but ultimately, it is not your name that is topping my list. <gasps> what is it? The only other thing it could be, the good place. I see. I actually had that down, but I thought that we watched that like before. That was before the new year. It was early. Uh, it was episode fifty-two, so it was right. Okay, so it's all right at the cutoff. It's right at the, okay. Everything so... after the last year-end wrap-up, right? I included for this. Oh, year. I see. Okay, that makes sense. Totally makes sense. In that case, can I go back? You and want change? to amend? I want to amend. You can amend. Definitely the good place. I still think, and I know we are always going to argue about this. I still think the writing is not as good as Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but. That's fine. We'll stay friends. <laughs> we will stay friends. Good Place is on your Netflixes. You can watch all of season one right now. I do it frequently. Yeah. Um, And Chidi is amazing. Chidi is amazing. Tahani is the one of the hottest women I've ever seen. You can, I can even get over Jason Mendoza. Um, it's, yeah, story of four people. In the afterlife, one of them does not belong there. Yes. She's been admitted on a clerical error. 
and she is trying to become a better person to earn her place in the good place. It is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. I adore it. I adore the characters. It has Ted Danson in it. What else do you need? Really? What else do you need? What else do you need? God, you people are so picky. <laughs> um... Okay, so then do we want to do um, our the thing we hated the most? I believe before? we should. We don't want to end on a sour note, right? No, no. Um, this was a very it, – it was complicated because I didn't, like I said, hate anything. <laughs> um, but there were some things that I was like, really? I No. And, and my choice is going to be co- complicated. Oh, man. I don't know if I'm prepared for this. Because, I mean, I could see Kill the Kill coming a mile away last year. Oh, yeah. You just you knew that. You just predicted <laughs> it straight up. Um, it is going to be Game of Death. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> because, well, but see, when I, when I gave it its rating, I gave, like, one rating for the movie and then one rating for, like, the 10-minute clip. <laughs> yes. Of Bruce Lee. Of Bruce Lee. Like, because it, it was, that contrast alone just made me sad. Like, just how amazing he was um, and forgetting, like, how much of a presence he had and then having to sit through the rest of that terrible movie um, Uh, for that. If you didn't hear that episode, y'all, Game of Death is the Bruce Lee movie that doesn't have Bruce Lee in it. Yeah, it is. It is. uh, Oh, I I wrote. I wrote down. Oh, episode 90. I think that's episode 90. Yep. Made after his death or started. He died during the production of it. Yeah. And they said, details. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they don't, they don't Bruce Lee Carrie Fisher. Like, that's all I have to say. Listen, which they said they weren't going to do. Um, Rogue One was a test run, y'all. I know. I, Rogue One was a test and run. And it failed. <laughs> it failed. Um, but yes, yeah, so now Review was a close runner-up. Because you have such a complicated relationship with review, though. Such a complicated relationship. It's such an interesting um, premise, and the acting is so good, and it's like it in itself is good, but I cannot watch it. And when it's funny and lighthearted, it's really fucking funny and lighthearted. Yeah. But, but unfortunately, it's- that's not the point of the show. Yeah. The show is so dark, and I can't, I can't, like, again. We talk about how our review, our kick punches are about fun and like how much we liked a thing and it's just a personal I I don't like the show. Like I went back I went back and watched some episodes after you had said that, like, you know, you tried, but yeah. you couldn't do it. You did try to revisit it, but you couldn't do it. And he got one question about like what it was like, you know, what's it like to be Batman? Like a ten year old asked him what it's like yeah. to be Batman. So already his life has started kind of falling apart. His wife's left him. You know, the divorce is getting finalized, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And he, sorry, new listeners, uh, this was a show from the mind of a guy named Andy Daly, I think his name is. Um, it was episode 64, if you want to go back. And basically the gist is he plays a guy named Forrest something. Mm-hmm. And he works on a show where he just reviews everything. You ask him, yeah. I always wonder what it'd be like to X. What's it like to eat? A hundred pancakes. (laughs) What's it like to, uh, you know, win the lottery or meet a celebrity or that type of thing? He will do these things and then report back on what the experience was like. Uh, But the catch is his his commitment to his job is so absolute, no matter what he is asked to do, he will do, including divorcing his wife, developing a cocaine addiction, uh, asking a minor to the prom, uh, all that sort of thing. What was the, why do you have the sex doll? 
Did they just ask him to ha- have sex with the doll, or possibly he gets a sex addiction at one point? Like yeah. it's just, he does everything, and in this one, it's like, what's it like to be Batman? So he's wandering around in the suit, and he's really not, you know, feeling it because he's, you know, it's, his life is collapsing around him, and he can't really find any crimes. And then he uh, <laughs> he finds some dude like you know pissing in public. He tries to go up in. The, he's in the Batman suit. And he's yeah. like, "Hey, don't do that." And the guy turns and ends up pissing all over him. Oh. That's about the moment he realizes he is uh, late to be in family court. Right? <laughs> oh my god! To discuss custody of his son, and as his wife is going, "Nah, Solka petitioning for sole custody." And he's like, "What? Why?" It's like you're in a Batman suit covered in your own urine. Like <laughs> his only response is like, "It's not. It's not my urine." See, so sadness. Very sad. Very sad. Devastatingly sad. So that's my problem. But Game of Death was sadder because I was like, <laughs> we have lost a star. And this movie is terrible. This movie is just unfulfilled potential. And it is, as as Jordan lovingly says many times per episode about things, it was garbage. <laughs> garbage. It was garbage. You know what else was garbage? What? thing I hated the most this year. Which I, like I said, it was really, I was really having trouble finding. It's like there's nothing in here that like really like made me angry. But then it emerged. Oh, from the list. Oh, I was like, oh, oh, I forgot about you. <laughs> Steaming heap of garbage just rising oh, from a sea I, of like I know okay what things. This is. Do you know what it is? I do. I do know what this is. Are you sure you know what this I'm, is? Yeah, I know exactly what this You're is. You'd be disappointed if you don't. From episode seventy-seven. It's a Prairie Home Companion. Yes, I... Wait, you hated it so much. I listened to three of these, like, two-hour-long <laughs> episodes of A Prairie Home Companion featuring the now-disgraced ass-grabber, Garrison oh. Keeler. Another one down, y'all. Oh. Sorry, Kate. Uh, telling folksy stories of Lake Wobegon. Okay, like... I said it before, but I like old people, and they are wrong. They are wrong. Angela Lansbury is going to be like, ladies, men are an- men are savages. Maybe don't show your titties. Garrison Keillor is going to be like, I'm just going to put my hand on your back. Oh, no. Would you, would you like Garrison Keillor put his hand on your back? No. No? No, I don't like when anyone puts their hand on my back. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. Lessons for later. You see Kate in these streets? Don't fucking touch her. No, I'll punch you. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, public radio institution, storytelling, folksy, ragtimey, fucking, think Vinyl Cafe, Canadians. Yeah. We're just, I don't know, fucking Wilco comes out or some dude with a washboard. It's so good. <laughs> sings a Zydeco song for, I love folk for, music. for 20 minutes. I love then, folk music and stories. And then Garrison Killer tongue comes out. <laughs> he talks like... <laughs> He talks like this on the microphone for like an hour. It's very soothing. Is it? Not anymore. It's not. <laughs> it's been ruined. All shit's all done. Um, yeah. Again, it's not even like like as terrible as the Mighty Boosh, but like I was just like laughing the really? entire time. Not like, as really. You hated the Mighty Boosh more. Oh dear God, yes. <laughs> 
Oh, the no. Mi- the Mighty Boosh is the ground line <laughs> that, like, everything is measured against. Right. Yes. Okay. It's, it's, it's the Hall of Fame. Right. It's the Hall of Fame worst thing I've ever seen. And listen, I know I'm on the wrong side of history on this one, because every time I bring up the Mighty Boosh with somebody who, like, even has a marginal enjoyment of the Mighty Boosh, they, yeah. like, start quoting shit at me. And it's like, what is it? What's Greg? What's the Greg guy? It's old Greg. Old Gre- I'm all, I'm old Greg. I'm like, Have you ever had Bailey's out of a shoe? Shut up. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. Um, but yeah, fucking like, uh, Prairie Home Companion, just radio for grandmas like who marvel at technology. Like something's beeping in the house. Oh my god, it could be the microwave. It could be the cell phone. I don't know what it is. I have to find where the beeping is. Could be my heart monitor. I don't know, Velma. <laughs> I'll sit around so I'll sit around the talk box and the sit talk around, box. Sit around the talkie uh, box and larf. That's definitely what I'm calling it from now on. My phone is just gonna be called the talk box. The talk box. Uh that said though, mm-hmm. we haven't discussed my favorite thing, Caitlin. Uh, we haven't discussed my favorite thing either. Okay. What well you seem to want to go right into it. Oh my so. god. No, I'm I'm jumping ahead of the game. Oh so my favorite thing isn't even my favorite thing. What? But now I'm teasing things. We'll get to that in a minute. Zoom, zoom, zoom. What's going on? You'll find out in a minute. It's All time right. for our favorite things of the year. The best things we were handed each other. What would, what would Caitlin, Keeler voice, what would Caitlin McKinnon's best selection be? What would my bet? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. You don't know. You never want to like go all in on something new. So I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be Nacho. Um, I I wish I could put money on this. Like, I wish we had enough money that I could bet <laughs> you you won't get it. I honestly don't know. And I don't have the list in front of me, so I can't think of, like, everything I gave you. But as far as, like, you know, recent items that were, like, hits, mm-hmm. like, I can't I can't think of what it would be. Man, Caitlin McKinnon hit me. What was your favorite thing of the year on Geek Down 2017? <clears throat> From episode 58. 58. She-Hulk. What? Love She-Hulk. Really? I loved She-Hulk. Going to bat for She-Hulk. And, that is and I don't know I if never I never would have guessed. I that. don't know if I loved it as much as I like. But when I think about it, mm. I just I loved the art and I loved the storytelling and the silliness of it. And I just I loved the character. I loved everything about it. She-Hulk was a 2014 comic, I believe. It was uh, Marvel had a habit at this time of taking kind of, based on the success of the Hawkeye book by Matt Fraction, yeah. I think, which was kind of like, hey, he's an Avenger, but you know he's kind of the lame one. What's he doing on his days off type of thing? Mm. Um, She-Hulk was kind of a spiritual companion to that one, where I think it was written by Charles Soule, who was a barrister at one point. He had a legal knowledge, and he really leaned into the jennifer walters as attorney yeah which is one of my favorite things about that character there's no hidden identity she decided to a lot of people don't know so she originally could like she was bruce banner's cousin he gave her a blood transfusion which like bruce you moron um (laughs) she ended up having powers like the hulk where she could transform and decided um that instead of trying to do this jekyll and hyde thing she was just going to become the Hulk permanently and sort of blended her two lives. So she's this green, tall, green woman walking around. Um, and this is all before the, the comic book starts, right? Like it just puts you right into the, yeah. 
not action as usual action, but right into the story. Um, and again, loved the character, loved that they did that with her. Um, you know, uh, loved that there was like relationship building and you got all these other great side characters. Loved all of it. And I love the art. Really love the art. Give him his due. Uh, the artist on that book was Javier Pulido. Yeah. So, yeah, loved it. Well. I've asked for more copies for Christmas. Oh, well. Yeah. If that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. And if an endorsement isn't, it's going to be my Christmas binge. I, I totally know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is. It's yeah, mine is mine is very easy to guess this year because I've gone back to it. It made a reappearance on our catch up episode. Uh has maybe the best Caitlin reaction gasp. People really like your gasps, I've been told. Yeah. <laughs> that one? Yeah. And that one I really do gasp genuinely a lot. <laughs> Any good Caitlin <laughs> make people very happy. Um We should just like we should totally sell sound bites of Thea <laughs> Caitlin gasps. Oh listen, if I ever have the time to like go back and really start doing best ofs of this show, there will definitely be like a just a five minute segment of nothing but Caitlin gasps. <laughs> just highlight them, copy paste them all out. Um as as someone said on the Twitters, they hope they can be as excited about anything in their lives as Caitlin McKinnon was. <laughs> they hope they can be as excited about anything as Caitlin was excited when I said I loved The Expanse. I, I, hey, it's really exciting. I am so happy that you like this show because it's so good. The Expanse, based on the novels by James S.A. Corey. You know this. It's like the third fucking time we've talked about the show. <laughs> it's from episode 88, which uh, also included the... Oh, I love it so much, but I knew how it was going to go over. Royal Space Force, Wings of Oneamis. Um, (laughs) Sad trombone. Uh, Not a sad trombone with the Expanse. The noirish story of political intrigue and rogue crews and weird noirish detectives and just everything. I said at the time, I've said it repeatedly. I'm not the first person to make this analogy. This is the opposite of a hot take, but it is your sci-fi Game of Thrones. If you want that feeling of just this huge world and all these different parts moving and coming together and splitting apart, that Game of Thrones gives you the expanse is that. And what's great about the expanse is that there's actually like science in it, which Mm. is fun. I mean, some of it is like crazy out there science, but there is science in it. So anyone who wants a feeling of authenticity in their sci-fi, there you go. That's, there you go. That's like we said, next. season three we are up to. It'll be starting sometime mid-2018, perhaps. Caitlin is dying at the thought. Can't She's clawing her leg right now. She wants it now. I do want it she now. I have want it. it now. Unfortunately, this is not on Netflix. You may have to do, you may have to do some sailing to watch it. We're sorry. We're very, we're very sorry. We support the show. It seems yeah. like it needs a lot of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, Not because it looks bad. It looks good. That's the thing. They need they need the money to keep making it look good. Um, but we live in Canada and we're poor. Yeah. Um, we're really poor. We love we love content so much. But yeah, it was honestly in like a a real out of nowhere uh sleeper that might have made its way in there. Yeah. But I just haven't watched enough of it to really weigh it against the expanse like that. It was Orphan Black. Right. So Orphan Black was really effing good too. Yeah, it was from good. From what we saw, but it was just I never 
when it was time to go back to things and look at it, you know, the expanse was always going to win. It was like, yeah. it's time to go back, to, time to catch up, watch a couple more episodes. It's always going to be the expanse and the expanse. It's probably going to be my sit around the house, drink five coffees a day with the parents, shovel snickerdoodles in my fat fucking face and, and watch the expanse. Watch the expanse. See, that sounds like a great Christmas. I wish <laughs> I hadn't seen the expanse so I could do that. <laughs> so if you haven't seen the expanse, you can do that too. Yeah. So I think that was a good, good Christmas wrap up. Good it's holiday a good Christmas wrap up. wrap up. But as I said, that's not my favorite thing, Caitlin. Right. Oh. The Expanse, not my favorite thing. Oh. We have to make a special mention for something. What did we have to Because when I look back at the year. Yeah. And I look back at all the episodes and all the things that happened, my favorite thing is not a thing I watch, Caitlin. It's not? No. What is it? My My favorite thing is episode 68. What's episode 68? That's where we recounted Tea Calf Day. Ah, Yes. Tea calf day. Friends, just go back and listen to episode 68. I believe it's called Hodgepodge Redux. Yep. It's a topic free. We didn't just an all chit chat episode where we recounted our day at the Toronto Comic- Comics Art Festival. Which was like one of the best days ever. It really was. Day started. Caitlin said, Did you check the email? We have some correspondence from someone we've never met. Yeah. Her name was Kara. She's from Australia. She sent us the best email we've ever gotten in our lives. Yeah, it really was. It still is. And we went to TCAF. We met, we bought copies of Monstrous. Yep. We got them signed by Sana Takeda. Yep. Went upstairs to a, went upstairs to a panel hosted that uh, Marjorie Lou was going to be on. Was she at that one or no? She no, wasn't no, at that no, one. No, it wasn't at that we one. We were going to the panel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marjorie Lou was at the panel before the one we were going to mm-hmm. and milling about was her partner, Pulitzer Prize winner Juno Diaz. Who we love. Who we both love a whole lot. And yeah. uh, we made total asses of ourselves. Oh, it was, it was bad. Not elegant <laughs> no. at all. And then we went to a dope panel about like, what the fuck was the panel even about? Drawing action, I think. Yeah. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was really cool. And then we went down and we got our book signed by Marjorie as well. And uh, we hung out with my dude Kagan and Chip Zdarsky and got called nerds by Chip Zdarsky. Which and, is highlight. And... Then we went to the other building and it's just, oh, and got recognized by people on the street who listened to the podcast. Like, yeah. It was just. And then, and I got to like talk to the people who um, make these comics I really love. And I actually worked with him and I didn't even know it. And when I worked in insurance, we worked at the same company and like couldn't figure out where we knew each other from. And I didn't know he had, he was like one of the like makers of this comic that I love from Toronto. And it was, and, and, and we went. For chicken and... We for Popeyes. Yeah, we for chicken afterwards. It was great. Um, so, yeah, just as far as, like, what that day meant to the show and to just us as friends, because originally it was like, I thought you had the people you were going with. And it's like, no, I'm just going. It was like, yeah. oh, all right, dummy, I'll meet you there then. Yeah. <laughs> we just hung around all day and had a Jordan Caton hangout day, but it was also, like... Awesome for the podcast because people recognized us and, and we got and, fan mail and we were like, oh and, my God, this thing we're doing is actually means something to people. And, and Kayim came. And, and Kayim was there too. Yeah. Um, and the complete phonogram exists, which I didn't know was a thing. And I bought that and got it signed by McKelvey. And yeah. It's an all around dope day. So, I mean, if I'm looking at the last 12 months in the life of this podcast, you know, that, that day is-, is more important or better than anything all we the watched. stuff we watched that's really that's so like <laughs> yeah that, oh that's so sweet oh, feelings we don't fucks with feelings Ugh, here feels Gah. 
<laughs> two softest people. <laughs> I ever. know, both outside and inside. Hear my fat rubbing the mic today, friends. <laughs> well, well, there's another one in the fucking can for you. Yeah, let's give it. We're gonna high five this. Bam! It's a good audio clap, friends. I think we all can agree. 2017 was a hot pile of garbage. As far as like everything else. Like the world, yes. Yeah. The point is we hope that for 90 to two, ninety minutes to two hours every week, we manage to give you a brief, the briefest of respites from the ongoing inferno of pain and misery yeah. that has been life in 2017. Absolutely. And, and thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week for episode 100. We're not going to tell you what it is. But we'd like you to keep your eye open. It will be special. It'll be it very will be special. special items. If you are so inclined to keep an eye on our socials, we will let you know then what that is going to, to entail. If there's anything that maybe you can take part in real time as it's happening, we'll let you know. Yeah. Um, and if you want to, like Jordan said, keep an eye on our socials. They are. My God, what are those socials? They are Twitter. We're at GeekDownPod. Yep. Instagram, at GeekDownPod. Yes. Um, you can email us and ask us questions about it at our Gmail account, which is GeekDownPod at gmail.com. Yep. And then, of course, there's Facebook. Yeah. Which is www.facebook.com forward slash GeekDownPod. Um, all that stuff will be around there. Um, Jordan is wonderful, and he takes care of most of that. All of that. <laughs> he takes care of all of it. No. So I, I might be I might be actually doing more work this time on, on getting together the hundredth episode. I think so. Yeah. Uh Jordan may be busy with, you know, actual spending time with his family. <laughs> um I'm not so much. I like I'm cool. I'm just like hanging around. <laughs> I got time. I ain't got nothing else to do. Yeah, I don't have to work, which is amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, it's. I'm very excited. All I do is work. They have fucking uh, Saturday shifts the next couple of weeks. That's really sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> what did Leah the Brazilian say when I said that? Jesus, major Canadian retailer, let my friend live. <laughs> nope. No living for you. Nope. No living for me. Well, yeah. friends, happiest of holidays from all two of us. Three of us. Three of us. Chauncey. Chauncey wants to wish oh them a happy holiday. What is wrong with you? <laughs> This is why he doesn't text this is you. Why he doesn't talk to me. <laughs> because you say things and make him sad. Things come out of your mouth and make John C. sad. Well, on behalf of Sunshine Bubbles, Scarlet Ember, and Chauncey the Geek Down Internet Elf, happiest of holidays, friends. Thank you for taking the briefest of time out of it to spend it with us, if you have. Thanks. Thanks. And we'll be back with you next week for episode 100. Echo, 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 echo. 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 <laughs> My name is Caitlin McKinnon. My name is Jordan Ferguson. The theme song is by Rob Gasser, and we will see you next week. Bye. Nog is never a bad choice. Fleming and shit. <laughs> Gives you a good grr at the back grr. of your throat. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to spit up onto my microphone.